Episode 10, War of the Dinobots. It's coming in hot on this, the return of Energon Entries. Welcome back to Energon Entries, everybody. This is your host, Matt Freights. It has been a little bit since we've come out with content. When I started this podcast well back in December sometime, or excuse me, in September sometime, I honestly thought that it wasn't gonna be as big of a lift as it ended up being. And so I took a break in October. But one thing I noticed is that people were still finding the content because I believe, in the podcast space anyway, there aren't as many Transformers podcasts out there that exist. So I'm just happy that you stuck with it. I'm happy to the new people, and let's get into the next episode. So this is episode 10, War of the Dinobots. We start with an unidentified meteor with strange readings landing on Earth. Optimus Prime and the Autobots roll out to investigate, and they decide to take the Dinobots as backup. Megatron is seen being upset about the Dinobots' success over the Decepticons despite their perceived lack of intelligence. Once the meteor hits, Wheeljack and the Autobots take a piece of it, bring it back to headquarters for analysis. The Dinobots are left behind to guard the remaining chunk of the meteor. While they're there, Soundwave scans the Dinobots' brains to find out all of their ultimate weaknesses. They find out that Grimlock is arrogant, Slag is hostile, and Sludge is unintelligent. Megatron goes there and feigns humility to the Dinobots to try and convince them that Optimus Prime is weak as a leader compared to the Dinobots and helps come up with a plan to help the Dinobots take out Optimus Prime. At their base, the Autobots build two new Dinobots, Snarl and Swoop, while also finding out that the Meteor's energy is highly unstable. After a massive explosion that is felt in Autobot headquarters, Optimus Prime returns to the site of the Meteor only to be attacked by the Dinobots, part of Megatron's plan. They defeat him and ultimately take him to the Decepticons. Meanwhile, the Decepticons have stolen the meteor and are draining energy from it. Starscream, weary of its stability, tells Megatron this, but Megatron, as always, waves him off. A fight ensues in the cave when Megatron is upset that the Dinobots kept Optimus Prime alive and Starscream saying that Grimlock is too weak to kill Optimus Prime. This leads to Grimlock ultimately turning on the Decepticons and Megatron discovering the instability of the Energon cubes right before they explode. At that point, Swoop and Snarl arrive on the scene as Wheeljack realizes the meteor is about to blow. After a lengthy battle, Optimus Prime saves Grimlock from the exploding meteor, and it is in this moment that Grimlock realizes the true leader that Optimus Prime is. The Dinobots ask for forgiveness, and the episode concludes. <laughs> So the Dinobots are back. Obviously, they have introduced the Dinobots here over the course of this season. And what kid doesn't like dinosaurs, right? We said that when they came on. And I think this is like the third episode in the season that the Dinobots have been on. Here's the thing, though, right? It seems like Optimus Prime is the only one that worries about the Decepticons all the time. It feels like he's constantly thinking about them as the leader of the group. And the rest of the Autobots either don't think that the Decepticons are going to be a problem or they just underestimate how powerful Megatron actually is. I always say this about the Autobots, but it seems like they're very reactive when it comes to what the Decepticons are doing. And look at them being proactive in this scenario. They actually get to the potential landing site of the meteor before it actually hits the Earth, which is kind of a crazy thing for them. However, Megatron always has a plan and finding the weaknesses of the Dinobots is his ultimate plan. And one of the complaints that I had about the Dinobots when they first were brought into the series and the next time we saw them 
was how could they make the Dinobots this stupid? Why wouldn't they make them smarter versions of dinosaurs? I know that they're trying to keep them true to form as to what dinosaurs were like millions of years ago, but let's face it, you all are Autobots and robots from a different planet. You have updated technology. You can make them smarter. So Megatron is, of course, trying to exploit this. Now, Prime also mentions the two new Dinobots, which I think is really cool, and it's nice to see how they were added for context. You actually see them being built. We get to see the true origins of Swoop and Snarl, up until this point, except for the Dinobots, obviously, we just don't know how all of these robots kind of come about. From the pilot all the way up until now, if a robot shows up that's brand new, we get no context. So it is nice to see how the Dinobots have come to fruition, and it's nice to see how, hey, there's not just two new Dinobots, but we actually built them for a particular reason. The thing is, they continue to make the Dinobots less intelligent, which to me just, again, seems not very smart. And so it always comes back to bite them because it's just weird that they leave them so vulnerable by having the Dinobots be so unintelligent to the point that they don't know when to stop attacking or they attack the base. It, it Again, it just seems very misguided by the Autobots and they're supposed to be these autonomous, smart robots. The thing I have to ask, though, is, is Megatron smarter than Optimus Prime in strategic planning? Because it seems like Megatron always has a plan. Now, back in the 80s, bad guys always had plans. They usually always gave away the plans a little bit too early in the movie or the show, but they always had a plan. At this point, the Autobots and Decepticons have been on Earth long enough together coexisting that you'd like to think that Optimus Prime would be able to react or be able to think ahead to what Megatron is going to do to try and counteract some of the things that happen. So when they see that this meteor is coming, Maybe don't bring the stupidest robots that you have in your power. But hey, it is what it is. But I just wonder if maybe Megatron is smarter than Optimus Prime in strategic planning, but maybe when it comes down to the ultimate execution, that's where Optimus Prime is best. I did notice in this episode as I was watching it, though, and it's probably an omission that I should not be admitting to, but I realized that Autobots have blue eyes and Decepticons have red eyes, and that's a way to tell them apart. It's really ingenious if you think about it, red most of the time denotes something evil or something bad or something aggressive. And so for the Decepticons to have red eyes, it makes a ton of sense. I just never put it together that each of them had different sets of eyes because I don't think I really looked at them quite that closely. Weird animations have always been a theme in this cartoon. And there's another weird one when Trailbreaker uses his force field to prevent the exploding meteorite from harming anybody. In the battle scene, we find out that Snarl may be solar powered. Also, both of these robots seem to be unintelligent in this moment, but I thought it was interesting that Snarl was powered by the sun. Is this something that's common with the Dinobots? Is it something that they've talked about before? I just noticed that all of a sudden the sun hit and he's like uber powerful. And Optimus Prime once again finds himself in a three-on-one fight. I feel like the entirety of this season he has found himself against all odds, against either his own kind in the Dinobots or against the Decepticons. You might think that, hey, maybe... He might not want to go into a fight without backup. And the Dinobot size and power just get the better of him because as powerful and amazing as Optimus Prime is, how can he take on three dinosaurs at once? It's just impossible. Another animation quirk is Starscream is animated to look like Thundercracker. I, I personally love those quirks. This happens twice in the episode. And the QC around this is so bad, but it's almost like it's so bad that it's good. And sometimes you have to acknowledge those things. In every episode, I'm going to say something about it because I think it's actually pretty amazing. Starscream actually makes a valid point about the instability of the meteor and Megatron waves him off. This happens a lot because, quite frankly, Starscream has lost all credibility and trust because he constantly is trying to take over the Decepticons. But guess what? He was right about this. Megatron should have listened to him. 
I will say that Snarl and Swoop, in my opinion, were presented as more powerful than the OG Dinobots. They seem to be able to come in and sort of take over more so than the regular Dinobots could. The battle is extremely close with them, though. And the thing that's funny is even though the Dinobots win, even though the Autobots win, the new Dinobots already need to be prepared, which is funny because it seems like the Autobots are constantly having to be repaired. We constantly see scenes in which they're being repaired by Ratchet, but we never really see the Decepticons having to lick their wounds. So even though Snarl and Swoop are presented as more powerful, they're still not quite as powerful as the Decepticons because, hey, they get hurt and the Decepticons never seem to get hurt. So I actually enjoyed this episode. It actually played on some of the things I've talked about in previous episodes where, hey, why are you making the Dinobots so unintelligent? And guess what? Megatron, being the great leader that he is, decides to exploit this. Optimus Prime can't seem to get ahead of Megatron. But in the end, Optimus Prime always seems to be able to get the best of Megatron. And if you think about it in terms of life, you always want to be out in front and not necessarily the person that is the front runner early on. So Optimus Prime always wins these races and ultimately a good Dinobots episode. How can you possibly complain about that? I want to say thank you to anybody who is still following the show. If you have listened to the old episodes, thank you so much. It's been great to see people continuing to enjoy this content. And so I'm going to try to do this where I have the time. It's not a primary podcast of mine, as I do have two others. If you're somebody who likes Transformers and also likes sneakers, you can listen to Fire Footwear, a sneaker podcast. Or if you're a Transformers enthusiast and you love sports, Iceman and Coach is my other sports podcast. I'd love for you to check those out. MattySmedia.com is where we house a lot of these podcasts and have other shows that maybe will pique your interest. I just want to thank everybody for listening once again. I will see you next time as we talk about episode 11, which is the first part of a three-parter called Ultimate Doom. I'll see you all next time. This is Energon Entries. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Energon entries are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Energon entries is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.